What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? So today we're going to really take the time in this podcast to dive into the Willie Lynch letter. If you take your time to read this, that people have said, oh, well, this letter is, is fake. But if you really take the time to look at this and the way they have done things against us as black people, this letter is literally the blueprint of white supremacy, literally. So, you know, they talked about that this letter was delivered by Willie Lynch on the bank of the James River in the colony of Virginia in 1712. Now, at that time period, we were still enslaved people. So they said that Lynch was a British slave owner in the West Indies. Now we know that slavery was started here by the British. So when we talk about reparations, the British needs to be paying reparations as well. And they say he was invited to a colony of Virginia in 1712 to teach his methods to slave owners there. So let's start reading it. And we say, we're going to break this stuff down today. So it says, gentlemen, I greet you here on the bank of the James River in the year of our Lord. Oh, Jesus Christ. When I hear them say in the year of our Lord, what Lord? You know, because white Jesus, well, yeah, that's that's their God. We know that. Because um, only white Jesus would say that you could enslave people. So you say 1,712. First, he says, I should thank you, the gentleman of the county of Virginia, for bringing me here. I am here to help you solve some of your problems with slaves. Your invitation reached me on my modest plantation in the West Indies, where I've experimented with some of the newest and still oldest methods for control of slaves. The ancient Rome would envy us if our program was implemented as our boat sailed south of the James River, named for our illustrious king. He said, whose version of the Bible we cherish. He said, I saw enough to know that your problem is not unique. While Rome used cords of wood as crosses for standing human bodies, along its highways in great numbers you are using the tree and the rope on occasion said i caught the whiff of a dead slave hanging from a tree a couple of miles back he said you're not only losing valuable stock by hangings you are having uprising slaves are running away your crops are sometimes left in the fields too long for maximum profit you you suffer occasional fires and animals are killed the gentleman you know what your problems are i don't need to out elaborate I am here to enumerate your problems. I'm here to in introduce you to a method of solving them. In my bag, I have a foolproof method for controlling your black slaves. He said, I guarantee every one who use it, okay? He said, if installed correctly, it will control the slaves for at least 300 years. My method is simple. Any member of your family or overseer can use it. All right. So let's, let's start looking at this because our issues of self-hate have been implemented by the white supremacists. So here we go. He says, I've outlined a number of differences among the slaves and I take these differences and make them bigger. Okay. So any little difference, brothers and sisters, this is what they, they use against us in 2020. You see, I use fear, distrust, and envy for control purposes. Repeat this again. I use fear. Now look at the 2020 election. A lot of black people are so afraid of Donald Trump getting back in office. They ran to vote for Joe Biden. Even though we know Joe Biden had a crime bill, we know Jim Crow Joe um, was not for us like that, but the fear in black people got them to run out and vote. He said he used distrust and envy also for control methods. Now, most black people, most of them, you know, they trust white people. So who they distrust? 
they we distrust each other. It's a an envy for control purposes. Now, who are we envious of? We're not envious of you say the white supremacists. We're envious of each other. And he said he uses those things for control. He said these methods have worked on my mind plantation in West Indies. It worked throughout the South. Take this simple list of differences and think about them. On the on my list is age. He said, but there is a it only because it starts with A. The second is color or shade. He said there is intelligence, size, sex, size of plantation, status on plantations. He said attitude of owners, whether the slave in the valley on a hill, east, west, north, south, have fine hair, coarse hair, or as tall or short, you have to list the differences. You see, I shall give you an outline of action, but before that, I can assure you that distrust is stronger than trust and envy stronger than adulation. Okay? Respect or admiration. So he's telling you that the distrust he uses or the white supremacist use that we have for each other is stronger than trust and envy or jealousy is stronger than respect or admiration. Now, because we don't trust each other, this is why we don't unify. We always ask that question. Why black people can't unify because we don't trust each other. But where that come from? It comes from the white supremacists instilling that hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And we keep passing that distrust down like an inheritance. The envy, any black person that get above you, it could be on a small scale. It could be a larger scale. Some of us become jealous, but you're not jealous of the white supremacists and they got more than you and you're not jealous of them. You understand what I'm saying? See, they, they have made sure to cultivate self hate. So they say the black slaves after receiving this indoctrination should carry on and will become self refueling and self-generating for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. You say, don't forget, you must pitch the old black male versus the young black male. Now, let's start right there. You have an older uh, black man say something, and these young ones will say, oh, I wanna hear him, you're old. You understand what I'm saying? How, how many times have you heard that? Oh, he he old, I don't wanna hear what he gotta say. Or somebody older is like, I don't listen to these, they young, they don't know what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that the young man don't have no wisdom on something, but you don't want to hear it. They say, and the young black male, okay, he says, against the old black male, you must use the dark-skinned slaves versus the light-skinned slaves, the colorism. And the light-skinned slaves versus the dark-skinned slaves. So they're playing both sides here. It said, you must use the female versus the male and the male versus the female. So it's like the Democrats. Right now, they're trying to create a wedge uh, between black people trying to use black women, which is a page out of the Willie Lynch letter. You understand? They follow this to the T when they have colorism in this country and they prop up light skin uh, people, more so the women than anything else over the dark skin. They are following the Willie Lynch letter. You understand? They say you must also have white servants and overseers who distrust all black people. So see, it's just not uh, indoctrinating us. You must indoctrinate white society or anyone who wants white society's validation that they must distrust all black people. So when you ask me questions like why uh, everybody have a distrust of black people, why everybody seem to hate black people, well, this was in the playbook that they had to teach a distrust for black people to everybody.
So you have immigrants coming in here distrusting black people from the rip, having a negative uh, connotation, a negative opinion about black people from the rip, because that has been taught all over the world to distrust black people. And say, but it is necessary that you must use the female versus the male and the male versus the female. Um, hold on, I got a little sidetrack. Say, but it's necessary that your slaves trust and depend on us. Let's listen to that. Not only did they, they create a division with you, he said that it is necessary. He didn't say it's a suggestion, he didn't say maybe you could do this. He said it is necessary. This is needed. He said, we need, he said, them, the slaves, to trust and depend on us. He said, they must love, respect, and trust only us. Now, in 2020, don't black people still do that to this day? Think about that. You trust and depend on the Mzungu. You do. You trust on his system. You trust on him to feed you, clothe you, and everything. You trust on him to have a job. You, you don't try to get with your own community to create a, a, an economy because it goes back to he taught you to distrust each other. That's why black unity don't work. That's why black unity seemed like a farce or to some people it sound like something imaginary, black unity, but other races do. it. He said that you had to make sure they trust and depend on us because when they when we don't depend on them, we show them that now you have no use. You understand? This is why they don't want black people to be independent. This is why they don't want you to have your own companies, your own schools, your own hospitals, your own everything. Because if you take that dependence away from them, their power goes away. He said they must, they must, they must. Not a suggestion. That we must love, respect, and trust the Mzungu. Think about that. The way you have love for the Mzungu is through that white Jesus. The respect. It all links back to that white Jesus. That's why they, they, they gave it to you. And the trust. If you trust in white Jesus and you trust in the Mzungu. See, it all comes together. Now he says, gentlemen, these kits are your keys to control. Use them. Have your wives and children use them. See, what he's saying is make sure you teach all your children. You pass down this way of uh, controlling black folks to your children. Never let this go. He said, never miss an opportunity. If if used intently for one year, the slaves themselves remain perpetually distrustful. He said, thank you, gentlemen. Now, he says, let's make a slave. He said, it was in the interest and business of slaveholders to study human nature and the slave nature in particular with a view of uh, practical results. He said, I had many that attained astonishing proficiency in this direction. They had to deal not with earth, wood, and stone, but with men. And by every regard, he said, they had, for their own safety and prosperity, they needed to know the materials they would work on. They said, conscious of injustice and wrong, they were every hour perpetuating and knowing that they themselves would do. They said, were they the victims of such wrongs? They were constantly looking for the first signs of dreaded retribution. They said, they watched, therefore, with skilled and practiced eyes and learned to read with great accuracy the state of mind of the slave. Is it through his sable face? He said, unusual sobriety, apparent abstractions, sullenness, and indifference indeed any mood of the common was afforded ground for suspicion and inquiry frederick douglas let's make a slave is a study of the scientific process of man breaking and slave making okay 
So he says, it describes the rationale and results of the Anglo-Saxons ideas and methods of ensuring the master slash slave relationship. So he says, let's make a slave, he said it again. He's original in development of a social being called the Negro. He said, let us make a slave. What do we do? First of all, we need a black, of course, I'm not gonna say the N word, a man and a pregnant you know, black woman and her baby, which is a boy. Is the second we will use the same basic principle we use of breaking a horse, compare it with some sustainable factors. And say so what we do with a horse is that we break them from one form of life to another. So that is we reduce them from their natural state in nature, whereas nature provides them with the natural capacity to take care of their offspring. We, we break that natural string of independence from them and thereby create a dependency status so that we may be able to get from them useful production for our business and pleasure. Okay, so we, we're going through this process here in the Willie Lynch letter. So he says, cardinal principles for making, they say a Negro. So they said, for fear that our future generations may not understand the principles of breaking both of the beasts together, he says the black person and the horse. He said, we understand that a short range planning economics results in periodic economic chaos so to avoid turmoil in the economy, it requires us to have breadth and depth in long-range comprehensive planning. It's articulating both skill-sharp perceptions. We lay down the following principles for long-range comprehensive economic planning. Both horse and black people are no good to the economy in the wild or natural states. You understand that? So he said black people are no good being who you are. He said both must be broken and tied together for orderly production. Say for orderly future special and particular attention must be paid to the female and the youngest offspring. Let me repeat that again. For orderly future special and particular attention must be paid to the female and the youngest offspring. Both must be crossbred to produce a variety of division of labor. Say both must be taught to respond to a particular new language it says psychological and physical instruction of containment must be created for both. They say we hold the six cardinal principles as truth to be self-evident based upon the discourse concerning the economics of breaking and tying the horse and the black person together. All inclusive of the six principles laid down note, neither principle alone will suffice for good economics. All principles must be employed for orderly good of the nation accordingly both the wild horse and the wild or natural black person is dangerous even if captured for they will have the tendency to seek their own customary freedom and in doing so might kill you in your sleep you cannot rest they will they sleep while you are awake and are awake while you are asleep they are dangerous near the family house and it requires too much labor to watch them away from the house so they say above all you cannot get them to work in the natural state See, hence both the horse and the black person must be broken now he keeps saying it over and over and over that black people must be broken you know we see in all these buck broken black men and you notice that's a requirement to be on tv you must be buck broken like van jones crying up there on cnn okay so he says that is breaking them from one form of mental life to the other keep the body take the mind in other words break the will to resist now the breaking process is the same for both horse and the black person, only slightly varying in degrees. But as we said before, there is an art in long range economic planning. You must keep your eye and thoughts on the female 
and the offspring of the horse and the black person. A brief discourse in offspring development will shed light on the key to sound economic principles. Pay little attention to the generation of original breaking, but concentrate on the future generation. Therefore, if you break the female mother, she will break the offspring in its early years of development. And when the offspring is old enough to work, she will deliver it up to you for her normal female productive tendencies will have been lost in the original breaking process. For example, is it take the case of a wild stud horse, a female horse, and an already infant horse, and compare the breaking process with two captured black males in their natural state, a pregnant black woman with her infant offspring. Take the stud horse, break him for a limited containment, completely break the female horse until she becomes very gentle, whereas you or anybody can ride her in comfort, breed the mare and the stud until you have the desired offspring. Then you could turn the stud to freedom until you need him again. Train the female horse whereby she will eat out of your hand and she will in turn train the infant horse to eat out of your hand also. He said, when it comes to breaking the uncivilized black person, they use the same process, but the vary the degree and step of the pressure so as to do a complete reversal of the mind. He said, take the meanest and most restless black person, strip him of his clothes in front of the remaining black men, the female and the black child, tar and feather him, tie each leg to each horse faced in opposite direction, set him on fire, beat both horses to pull him apart in front of the remaining black people. He said the next step is to take a bull whip and beat the remaining black males to death in front of the female and the infant. They say, don't kill him, put the fear of God in him for he can be useful for future breeding. You understand? So how does that really translate to 2020? Notice on a loop, they show black men being murdered by the police on a loop. If you would look at the media, you would think that no one else gets killed by the police, but black people, no one else. Like George Floyd is the only one that got killed by police. Every time you look up, it's always a black male. Do you know that? That is the same system. Constantly keep killing black men in front of black women, black children, not on a slave plantation, but you're doing it through TV to reinforce fear in the black people. You understand? It, it, it's, it, it's the breaking process of what they're doing. Okay. So they could do this with future generations. Now they said the breaking process of the African woman, they say the take the female and run a series of tests on her to see if she would submit to your desire willingly test her in every way. But because she is the most important factor for good economics, if she shows any sign of resistance and submitting completely to your will, do not hesitate to use the bull whip or to extract that last bit of B word out of her. Say take care not to kill her for in doing so you spoil good economics. When complete submission, she will train her offspring in the early years to submit to labor when they become of age, the understanding is the best thing. Therefore we should go deep into this area of the subject matter concerning what we have produced here in this breaking process of the female, um, well, black person is that we reverse the relationship in her natural state and says she would have a strong dependency on the black male and say, and she would have a limited protective tendency toward her independent uh, male offspring who would raise male offspring to be dependent like her. Nature has provided for this type of balance that we reversed nature by burning and, and pulling a civilized 
a black person apart and bull whipping the other to the point of death all in her presence by her being left alone unprotected with the male image destroyed the ordeal caused her to move from her psychologically dependent state to a frozen independent state in this frozen psychological state of independence she would raise her male and female offspring in reverse roles for fear of the young man's life she will psychologically train him to be mentally weak independent but physically strong it's because she has become physically independent, she will train her female offspring to be psychologically independent. What have you got? You got the uh, black woman out in front and the black man behind and scared. Oh, did we go there, ladies and gentlemen? This is, listen, 2020 and all our problems is right in the Willie Lynch letter. This is all done by design, putting the black woman in front giving the black woman more political clout. All that was done by design. Hey, black women, you're smarter than black men. All that was done by design. The Democrat party is the biggest one that has been guilty of doing these things. Why? So they can have an unnatural relationship in the black community. See, when all these other groups come over here, brothers and sisters, they haven't been done this. This is why their families are intact when they come over here. They have man, woman, children all coming together. They don't have these issues and problems because our family have been targeted for destruction, okay? So it said, this is a perfect situation of sound sleeping economics. Before the breaking process, it said we had to be alert on, on guard at all times. Now we sleep soundly. For out of the frozen fear, his woman stands guard for us. He cannot get past her early slave molding process. He said, he is a good tool now ready to be tied to the horse at a tender age. By the time a black boy reaches the age of 16, he is soundly broken and ready for a, a lifelong and efficient work in the reproduction of a unit of good labor force. Continually through the breaking of uncivilized savage black people by throwing the black female savage into the frozen psychological state of independence by killing the productive male image and creating a submissive dependent mind of the black male slave. It said, we have created an orbiting cycle that turns on its own axis forever. Unless a phenomenon, now listen to this part, unless a phenomenon occurs and reshifts the position of the male and female slaves, we show what we mean by example, take the case of the two economic slave units and examine them close. So they even warning, okay, that a phenomenon could occur, even though you've done all this to shift us back into consciousness. Understand? So they know this is, could happen. This is what they're worried about. Now, the next section, it says the Negro marriage. Then we take the black male away from them and keep them moving and working. Say one black female bears a black female and the other bears a black male, both uh, black females being without influence of the black male image frozen with an independent psychology will raise their offspring into reverse positions. The one with the female offspring would teach her to be like herself, independent and negotiable is that we negotiate with her through her by her neg and negotiates her at will. You understand now? Isn't that the same way today? How they do? They don't want to talk to black men at all. They talk to the woman all done by design to keep us broken and divided as a people. So we can't come together with black unity. 
You say the one with the black male offspring, she being frozen subconscious fear of his life, she would raise him to be mentally dependent and weak. They say, but physically strong. In other words, body over mind. Now in a few years where these two offsprings become fertile for early reproduction, we will mate and breed them and continue the cycle. That is good, sound and long range comprehensive planning. Now you, you literally listening to all black people's problems in the, in the Willie Lynch letter. Okay. You listen to black people's problems. So when, when people say, Oh, that thing is fake. Well, how is it so accurate to black people's problems? It's extremely accurate. Everything that's been done to black folks is being done by the white supremacists. Unfortunately, we continue it. Now let's continue. Cause we don't got that much longer to go on this. So it's a warning possible interloping negatives. Is it early? We talked about the non-economic good of the horse and the black person, in the wild natural state. We talked out of the principle of breaking and tying them together for orderly production. Furthermore, we talked about paying particular attention to the female savage and her offspring for orderly future planning. Then more recently, we stated that by reversing the positions of the male and female savages, we creating an orbiting cycle that turns on the axis forever. Unless a phenomenon occurred and reshifts position of the male and female savages, our experts warned us about the possibility of this phenomenon occurring. For they say that the mind has a strong drive to correct and recorrect itself over a period of time if we can touch some substantial original historical base. And they advise us the best way to deal with that phenomenon is to shave off the brute's mental history and create multiplicity of phenomenon of illusions. See, basically, that little section right there is telling you this is why we don't want you to know about your own black history. We don't know. We don't want you to know who you were prior to the transatlantic slave trade. We don't want you to know how you are the original man and woman of the planet earth. How the black woman is the only one to have the Eve gene in her. No other group of women have that. So we don't want you to know about yourself because when you learn about yourself, you're going to change. And all of this, what they're talking about will not work on you. You understand? They even know this. This is why any black person that's speaking about the truth is ridiculed and even black folks scared of them because it is scary to be free of this indoctrination that they've done to us. Okay. So it continues to say so that each illusion will twirl in its own orbit. Something similar to floating balls in a vacuum is that this creation of multiplicity of phenomenon of illusions entails the principle of crossbreeding the black uh, person and the horse as we stated above the purpose of which is to create a diversified division of labor, thereby creating different levels of labor and different values of illusion at each connecting level of labor. So the results of which is the severance of points of the original reasons um, and the effect of crossbreeding horses. And they say black people, we shall lay down the following definition term for future generations. Orbiting cycle means things turn on a given uh, path. So it's an axis means upon which or all around, which is a body of turns. It's a phenomenon means something beyond ordinary conception inspires art and wonder. Multiplicity means a great number means a globe crossbreeding a horse means taking a horse and bringing it with a donkey and you get a dumb backwards, uh, long headed mule that is not reproductive nor productive by itself. Crossbreeding black people, mean take so many drops of the good white blood and put them into as many black women as possible 
varying the drops by the various tone that you want and letting them breathe with each other until another color appears as you desire. So that talks about the weaponization of introducing, you know, them having all these mulatto children at the time that was used as a weapon. They saying that that's what they did. And now you got this so-called divestment community, literally just telling, telling black women to go be with a group of people that did all this to them. Okay. You know, I mean that to me, that's sick. That's that's sick. That's beyond sick. Um, like I said, listen, do what you want to do, but with them group of people like really, okay. So they say that you got a multiplicity of colors of backward, unusual black people running tied to backward, long headed mules. The one productive of itself, the other sterile. They say the one constant, the other one dying. We keep the black people constant for, we may replace the mules for another two, both mule and black person tied to each other. Neither knowing where the other came from and neither productive of itself nor without each other. So this is why they always going to push. If you notice when they push, um, they try to put interracial dating on, on somebody or in society. Um, they don't want to push that black white relationship. If you notice, they don't push like black and, um, Indian, like Kamala's family, or they don't push black and Asian or black and, um, Arab or black and maybe someone uh, who could be uh, Hispanic, Afro-Hispanic, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. You know, they're always pushing that one union, but they're doing that by design. Now, the last section, they say control language, a crossbreeding completed for further severance from the original beginning. We must completely annihilate the mother tongue of both the new black person and the new mule and institute a new language that involves the new life's work of both. You know, language is a particular institution it leads to the heart of a people. So you say the more a foreigner knows about the language of another country, the more he's able to move throughout all levels of that society. Therefore, if a foreigner is an enemy of the country to the extent that he knows the body of the language to the extent the country is vulnerable to attack or invasion of a foreign culture. For example, if you take a slave, if you teach him about your language, he would know all your secrets. And he is then no more a slave, but you can, you can't fool him no longer. And being a fool is one of the basic ingredients of any incidents to the maintenance of a slavery system. So basically what he's saying is, you know, this is why I'm gonna keep feeding you uh, stupidity. This is why I'm gonna keep feeding you uh, booty shaking females. This is why they, they sent uh, a video uh, directed to our black men talking about get your booty to the polls. You understand? They gotta keep you dumb. They gotta keep you at your primal state. You know, sex is like primal. Um, they don't want you educated. They don't want you focusing on, um, the theory of relativity or something like that. So it says that, for example, you told a slave that he must perform in getting out our crops and he knows the language. Well, he would say that our crops didn't mean our crops and the slavery system would break down for he would relate to the basis of what our crops rather mean. See, so you have to be careful in setting up a new language for the slaves, uh, would soon be in your house talking about as man to man that is death of the economic system. In addition, the definition of words or terms are only a minute of the process. Values are created and transported by communication through the body of the language. See, a total society has many interconnected values. See, all the values of society have bridges of language that connect them for orderly work in society. But for these language bridges, they you know, have many systems 
would sharply crash and cause internal strife or civil war. The degree of the conflict being determined by the magnitude of issues of relative opposing strength in whomever. Say, for example, you put a slave in a hog pen and train him to live there and incorporate him to value it in a way as uh, life completely. They say the biggest problem you would have out of him that you would worry about provisions to keep the hog pen clean or the hog pen and make a slip and incorporate something to his language whereby he comes uh, to the house more than he does to the hog pen. You got a problem. He will soon be in your house. So let, let me let me say something, okay, about this, you know, what we read. It, it, it can go on and on and on and on and on. I read all that to you to say that all of black people's problems with not trusting each other, why we can't get together, they, he specifically said that you must basically, black people must be highly dependent upon the Mzungu and that we must love and trust only him. He said that part is necessary. Um, you, you think about the part where he says you got to constantly basically kill the black male and let the female see it. So when she teach her children, because you think about it, black women got sons. So they're going to teach their sons to be mentally weak, but to be physically strong and always be in fear of the white supremacists. You understand? So they don't do it on a plantation anymore. They do it on uh, NBC. They do it on Facebook. They do it on whatever. They constantly kill black people and make sure, especially black men, and make sure that we see that. Okay? Uh, they highly involved in making divisions that we saw earlier about skin tone, colorism started with them. They talk about the weaponization of, you know, having all these, you know, mulatto children and introducing all these light skinned people into our group that wasn't there before. And, you know, they did that by design to cause confusion because we didn't have a colorism problem prior to all the introduction of them. Right. So, I mean, they, they made sure as they said, the key to the future of uh, keeping black people enslaved is the black woman. So if that's the key, then you have, think about it. You have a sister like Sasha Johnson. What if Sasha Johnson and she replicates herself in millions of black women? The children of that thought process that Sasha Johnson has would bring nothing but revolutionary children because she would teach that. Remember, the mother is the first teacher of the child and the white supremacists understand that. So they got to get the black woman to not trust black men, to hate black men, to keep the system going. Because see, what's happening right now is black women eyes are opening to a lot of things. Black women are saying, wait a minute, these people don't care about us. We don't have no sisterhood with these uh, uh, white females. What was going on here? You know what I'm saying? So what's happening right now is our minds are being reshifted. And it's scaring them. This is why you see the Democrats constantly keep trying to draw a wedge with black women. Because listen, the willingness let us say you got to get to the black women first. Kill the black man, destroy his image before the world. Make sure the black woman see him and his children see him die constantly so, so they can stay in submission. It's all about keeping black folks in submission. You understand? But now we are saying forget that. They said we have seen it long enough. They said we're taking a stand for ourselves. It said we, enough is enough is enough. You understand? These people are, 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 are evil. They, they, they full of Satan. They diabolical. But you know what? The truth always will, will, will come forth. And listen what they said. 
the reason the, the reasons they can keep you that way is because they make sure they don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. You don't know your history. They said that we got to give them illusions and those illusions start in the public school system where they don't teach you right at all. They teach you you're nothing but a slave. They teach you that it took a white man to free you. They ain't talking about all the slave rebellions, how black folks was kicking butt. So much so that they say slavery is a problem now. It's because these brothers and sisters are kicking so much butt. They don't talk about how all the, 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 the black people defeated them constantly. They don't talk about anything like that. They never talk about the slave rebellions at all. They don't. They don't talk about how America was, was on fire literally during the civil rights movement, our brothers and sisters was turning up in this country. They never talk about that because if you they talk about that, then you'll get inspired and you're going to say, man, hell no, I ain't putting up with these people. Forget that. I ain't no punk. And that's basically what they want you. They want you and me to be a punk. They want you and me to be, they, they can talk to us any kind of way. Like, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. They all in the wrong, but they in our house telling us what to do. The th wagging their finger. You understand what I'm saying? Cause they don't want you to know who you really are. They don't want you to know your history prior to even them coming around. They don't want you to know that you're the, you the one that civilized them. They didn't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that for 700 years that black folks, the Moors was running Europe. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that they was afraid to take baths and, and it took the Moors to teach them to take baths. You understand what I'm saying? Cause the Moors had bathed morning and evening. They don't, they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that, that the Greeks and, and all of them had to go to Egypt, Nubia to learn. They don't want you to know that, that, that black folks had mathematics and science before they even came around. They don't want you to know that they, they sit up here and lie. Remember he said the illusions lie and try to say Cleopatra is a white woman. How the hell are you going to survive <laughs> in the African heat? Come on now. That's not even where they were from. Even they talk about Christ. They say he white, but how is it that when he was running from King Herod, his, his uh, parents, Mary and Joseph, how did he go to Egypt and hide? If you were Mzungu, you won't hide in, 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 in Egypt and, and don't look at Egypt today because that was, that is an invader. That's not the original people of Egypt. The original people of Egypt are black people. So how could, how could, Jesus hide if he was Mazunga. How? You know he's a black man. So that's what I'm saying. The lies are tumbling down. And as the lies are tumbling down, they're getting scared. They don't know what to do. Say, wait a minute, this system is crumbling. Because it's built on lies, it's built on fear, it's built on envy, distrust, etc. So now we know this is the way these people operate with us, right, brothers and sisters? Then now what we do as a people. Is do the opposite. We got to start trusting each other. We got to start, stop being envious of each other as a people. We got to stop that because who benefits the white supremacists? They said that it is necessary that we distrust each other. It's necessary that we love them, respect them and honor them. So the key is we got to do for ourselves to take the power away. Like no other groups don't depend on them. We don't need to be dependent on them. We got to want to connect also with the continent of Africa as well. We got to connect. They don't want you over there either because they, they have you walking around here thinking, oh yeah, what do you think this African versus African American stuff comes from? It comes from them. 
They was over there in the continent telling them things about us. They over here telling they then they strategically allowed the coon class from the African continent or the Caribbean continent now to come here and start stuff with us. And you thinking, oh, see, it's all those, those those Caribbeans, all those Africans or whatever. But then when you go over there, it's not even like that. All that's done by design, folks. What I'm saying is, if we don't understand the systems that we're living in as black people, it's going to continue to go on. And we need to get free as a people. Understand? We need to get free. It's time. It's time to do for self. It's time. Because if we don't fix this stuff real quick, we're done. Globally. Not just in America. We're done. But the key is learning your history. That is the key. They're afraid of you learning your history because you get inspired by your history and they want you to be deaf, dumb, and blind. And thank God we have more people today teaching the history and teaching who we are and teaching the system of white supremacy and how they operate. Thank God for that now because more and more of us can wake up due to that. But we want to make sure here on the Phil Scott audio experience, let's break all this stuff down. That's what the podcast channel is for. We have more time over here to do that. Um, and the people that's coming over here, subscribing, thank you. Cause you know, you guys enjoy uh, this kind of content. There are people uh, definitely who has subscribed uh, on the first uh, day or so. And we greatly appreciate you subscribing uh, to the channel um, and, and helping us get what we need to get to here. Um, but we're going to keep looking for different uh, topics um, to make, you know, things better uh, on the channel for sure to get you to think a little bit, but make sure you click the like button, uh, let your friends and family know about the podcast channel. And, you know, we'll look into more things that we could talk about in extensively because, you know, on the news channel, we only, we have a certain way of doing things there, but here we have the chance to break things down. And I know you guys will love that. Thank you for listening to the Philip Scott audio experience. I hope you learn something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.